entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and yes, potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about filling marketing gaps. It may not seem obvious, but as you start to look around, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to realize there are a ton of potential marketing gaps in the marketplace that exist all around us for you, me, uh, your non competing. Uh, vendors, joint venture partners, if you will. Let me give you a simple example, and I'm going to go back a little bit. For those of you who are out of state, this may not make as much sense, but for those of you who are in state and been around a little while, this will make perfect sense. Back when nationally franchised uh, pizza empire Domino's was getting started, one of their uh, best marketing strategies and branding strategies was they said free, hot, pizza delivered in 30 minutes or less or it was free. Now initially the franchise owners of Domino's didn't realize what a challenge this was going to turn out to be because depending on where people were located in the country some people were in areas where it was almost just very difficult to be accessible to them and Domino's ended up some of the drivers got speeding tickets had crashes there was all kind of stuff going on until they finally you know had to revamp their their strategy a little bit but the point is think about this let's suppose you had ordered Domino's in the beginning first year or two and they showed up late and Domino's had to eat the fact that they paid for the you know the delivery the drivers are being paid by the hour and the pizza was cold so the next one they got the people got that particular pizza for free and I think they got a discount off the next one or something but here's the point what do you suppose would have happened if some extremely savvy marketers uh, like let's say a non uh, directly competing uh, retail appliance center started saying to Domino's hey unfortunately when you do have these inevitable situations where the driver's going to be late and you don't want them to have an accident or you know hurt somebody or anything like that why don't you offer one of our free extremely time sensitive discount coupons to the customer on top of the fact that you're giving the pizza away free and we the retail savvy pizza or, I'm sorry retail appliance center will reimburse you for the cost of the pizza only not the delivery charge so the point being even though Domino's had to eat this uh, potential front-end loss and remember on top of the front-end loss those franchisees are dealing with advertising costs sometimes that's going up advertising or marketing costs theft they're dealing with uh, food you know spoilage stuff that gets you know out of code um, they have rent or, you know, lease considerations, miscellaneous costs. So there's a lot of ongoing expenses for a franchise owner. So here's a nice little gesture where they give away, in this case, let's say Bob's uh, Retail Appliance Center, which is non-franchise. The person gets this uh, extremely time-sensitive discounted coupon, 
And back then, this was pre-internet, so what they could tell them is, you know, you come alone, you save 10% off on 100 bucks, you drag a friend who's at least 18, you save uh, up to 40%, I'm sorry, 40% up to $1,500, and your friend, they can save before they leave the store, 30% up to $1,000. So now think of the word of mouth goodwill when these people get back to their jobs or if they own their own business, they can share this with their employees and the vendors. And, hey, you know, uh, Domino's uh, pizza franchise that advertises that, you know, if the pizza's late, it, you know, it arrives cold, you A, get it free. Well, I got this uh, extremely time sensitive gift certificate to some retail appliance store because the pizza was late. That could build some goodwill. Now, obviously, Domino's doesn't want to make a habit, or any you know, uh, piece of delivery service doesn't want to make a habit out of delivering pizza late. But since it's inevitable, just like employees uh, being fired, employees quitting, employees stealing, uh, managers getting fired, and all this kind of stuff, uh, it would be a nice little incentive for them to uh, create some positive word of mouth for their business. Now, I want to take that same strategy, and again, for those of you out of state, that may not make as much sense, but at one point when Domino's was first starting out, to, you know, to get market share, they said, hey, because the biggest uh, complaint people's had, people's, people had, pardon me, was when they would order local pizza, it would show up cold lots of times. So Domino's came into the market and said, hey, we'll solve that problem. If we happen to show up late, We'll give you the pizza free. Now, I want to piggyback off of that, ladies and gentlemen, kind of go in a whole other di different direction. Think about this. Let's suppose there's you have your local mom and pop, single location, non-franchise pizza business. And as fate would have it, the local female lacrosse team for a Division One or Division Two school has made it as far as the final eight in the national tournament, which means... They're getting national media coverage, the local media and the uh, local radio, television, newspapers, and of course, social media is exploding with all kind of coverage. They're selling more t-shirts, the student body is super engaged, and let's say six blocks from where the, the uh, female team is going to play at the stadium uh, is your pizza place. And literally, say they're going to play uh, on Friday, and then there's going to be another game Saturday, and then of course Sunday. Not the games are being played, but you know the weekend, your weekend business. And let's say literally at four o'clock, there's already a line halfway down the street of people trying to cram in because your your pizza place is already, you know, you you're you're just at the point right now that you could be breaking the law in terms of all the people you know occupying this uh your your pizza shop and let's say 80% of them are you know out of out of town people so they just want to grab you know some quick pizza and and, and uh do a little sightseeing think of this particular strategy what if one of your joint venture partners strategic alliance partners whatever you know term floats your boat what if they were a uh, retail non-franchise uh local single location retail appliance center and you text them and let them know, hey, you know, we already got a line outside, outside, we, we're packed and we already have a line. People are using our app, ordering, we're, we're just busier and we know what to do. So having heard that, your uh, retail appliance center JV partner springs into action. 
And what they do is they have these little signs made up, not little, but I mean these portable signs. They place one outside your store, get this, and one inside, and it says free uh, gift, and, or say free gift, $25 value with every order, with minimum order of $20 or more. So in other words, this is like an upsell. You're telling the people, hey, you spend at least $20, and we're going to give you this free gift that's worth uh, a bare-bones minimum of $25. And it has a website. And in reality, it's the lead capture page for this retail appliance center. Now, get this. When the people go to the lead capture page, and for those of you not familiar with a lead capture page, you can just Google it or go to YouTube and put in what is a lead capture page or a sign-up form, and you know, you you get the gist of what it is. But anyway, here's what the retailer does. When when the visitor comes to the lead capture page, and the main purpose of this, ladies and gentlemen, is there's no navigation bar. It's just a main power headline and maybe one or two. Uh, bullet points and then there's two slots one for their name and first name and one for their primary email address and then you know there's a call to action button but it's not going to submit you don't ever want to use submit uh so they'll tell them something you know yes i want my uh free gift or my you know free bonus gift now or whatever but in reality here's the thing here's how it works there's going to be an option to click a box if you're located out of state and a box to check if you're located in state. And here's why. For the people who are out of state, who obviously aren't going to be hanging around, and more or less, uh, probably we will be leaving town either Saturday or Sunday night. Well, you want them to go to your website and make purchases, you know, in the future. The local people, you're going to drive them into your store, and it's going to be the same basic offer. They come along, they save 10%, say up to 100 bucks simply for dragging a friend with them who's at least 18. They save 40% uh, up to $1,500. And as long as their guest joins the retailer's list before they leave the store, it's important, they're ethically bribed with 30% off up to $1,000. Now, here's the point. Follow this. You also tell uh, both segments of the list they can share this link for up to 72 hours before this exclusive offer expires. Trust, just like when McDonald's says, would you like fries with that? Ladies and gentlemen, a certain amount of those subscribers are going to do just that. They are going to share that link. And that's exactly what you want them to do. Now, Here's the point of what I want you to think about. This has nothing to do with the fact that there's a tournament in town. They could take their slowest day of the week and this retail appliance center or whoever's, you know, lead capture page it is, they could do the same thing with that pizza shop or that Chinese restaurant, that Jamaican restaurant, or, you know, whatever the case may be. The point being they could be strategically list building and helping out that retailer because remember they only get the gift if they spend at least twenty dollars now I know what you're thinking well wait a minute Mark what if they're standing in line as you say and they see this sign and they take a, a, a picture or a video of it 
And there's the website. For those people who are seeing this website, they didn't buy anything. That's right. But they're joining the list for a chance to get some goodies. So the point is, this part, the, the retailer is uh, strategically building their list. Now, the way it will work is, when they go into the store and they actually pay the $20, they're going to be given uh, basically a business card to, or an in, two-sided index card from the retailer, uh, meaning the retail appliance center. And then the, the, the pizza shop owner, their employees are told to date it, three, you know, the, the third day from that date that the, this is actually happening. And they hand it to the person. And then they bring the, the coupon into the physically into the store. The out-of-state people who may not go to the store, they join the list so they can be on the list to start receiving the periodic emails. The point is, now here's the other thing the retailer can do, because remember, their ideal customer has a total lifetime customer value of somewhere between, say, $400 gross and $11,000, give or take, over the next five to seven year period. Now, that doesn't mean the lowest amount these people, you know, I, uh, potential customer may spend is $400. It's the average. Some people may come in and take advantage of a closeout sale, never come back. That's why you want to get their email address so you can start sending, you know, periodically following up with them. And rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, some people are going to unsubscribe no matter what, and that's okay. Don't focus on them. Focus on the 80 to 95% who remain loyal subscribers. Because here's the other thing that a lot of your uh, major competitors are neglecting with, with uh, regards to strategic email marketing. You can let those subscribers know in your first one or two or three emails in your welcome series. And welcome series, don't get hung up on it. It's just the first few emails you send to welcome them, thanking them to being on your list and what they can expect, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. And of course, if you need paid help or you want paid help, uh, you know one source that you should uh, be reaching out to. But I digress. But here's the point. In the case of the retail appliance center, what they can say is, hey, every year you remain an active subscriber on your anniversary, meaning 12 months out, you can come into our store or go to our website and use a special code so they know, you know, where you are in the sequence. Um, and you can save X percent off or buy one item up to $500 at, at cost or up to $1,000 at cost or get up to $1,000 or $1,500 worth of goodies and save 40 to 50 percent, whatever. The point is, you can afford to ethically bribe them like this because you're not spending, or I should say, wasting an outrageous fortune on uh, local primetime television ads, local primetime radio ads, local billboard campaigns, which I call alligators because they're green, they just eat money, or, you know, direct snail mail. The point is, think about this, ladies and gentlemen, the average retailer is going on local primetime television or local primetime radio or spending an outrageous fortune for full or half-page ads in some of the most popular news, local newspapers or local throwaway guides. But none of them are insane enough to believe they can run that ad one time and expect to get a windfall of profits. They have to do it over and over and over. In fact, if you take notice in your own local market, 
watch how many times the big local companies run an ad. They run it over and over and over on primetime television. That's outrageously expensive. In fact, think about this, ladies and gentlemen. I like to point this out, even though it, it does, when you think about it, kind of really show you how outrageously expensive local advertising is. The time it takes you to listen to this particular episode, companies in your local area have gone on primetime radio and primetime television. You didn't see the ads, and they're still paying for that exposure. Think about that. Now, having said that, I want you to think about a couple of things. Let me digress for a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, you always hear me use this term, and other marketers, by the way, no, not exclusive just to me, that you should be strategically A-B split testing. And you're thinking, okay, Mark, but but specifically, what do we test? So I'm going to give you a quick laundry list of stuff that you can and should test. You should test, obviously, main power headlines. That should be a given. The PSs, ladies and gentlemen, do you know this? The average reader of a postcard, a website, a direct sales letter, um, maybe if they see an ad in the newspaper, they typically focus on that headline. That's why they tell you 80% of your success or failure will be determined by that main power headline. They skim to see what the bullet points are or the subheadlines, which uh, bullet points are many subheadlines, ladies and gentlemen. And we're talking the same thing with the subject lines in your email. But the point is, they skim all the way down and they look at the PS. So if you're not using PSs, you should be. And what do you want to do there? Put either uh, reiterate the scarcity factor. In other words, this offer ends at a certain time or the fact that it's limited. You only have X amount of uh, slots available or whatever. But the point is you should be using PSs. You can test font sizes. Ladies, you have a habit, no offense, of using this fancy sans serif. It looks kind of like cursive. Don't do that. Test after test after test. Millions and millions and millions of dollars have proven this print is hard on your eyes. So if it hurts the reader's eyes, they're not going to bother to read it. Meanwhile, you spent all this money. Your uh, main... Uh, Non-directly competing vendors may not know this. They may not know they should be testing certain font sizes, that they should have a CTA, what's that mark, call to action, at least one in every proposition, be it verbal, you know, meaning if they're listening to it on radio, if they're watching it on television, if they're reading it, be a website, a newspaper ad, a uh, postcard, a direct sales letter, whatever the case may be, you can... Uh, Here's something else that's very powerful. You heard me talk about using piggyback inserts. In other words, you put an offer in. Cable TV does this a lot. Uh, you get your bill. Even if you pay it online, when you used to physically get your bill, sometimes they'll have offers in there for themselves. Sometimes they'll have offers in there from other vendors. Here's the point. 95% of the time, those are not endorsement offers. In other words, cable isn't saying, hey, you should check this particular product out by this particular vendor because they're putting that offer in there and maybe getting a share in the back end, you know, in terms of uh, that first sale. They're getting, you know, 10, 25, 50% of the profits. It's just depending on how lucrative or potentially lucrative the back end is. You could test on a small scale now. You send out 200, 100 that are endorsed versus 100 or not and see which, which if any, uh, gets more response. 
typically, ladies and gentlemen, uh, an endorsement is like a personal referral. Like when a friend texts you or calls you up and says, hey, you got to go see this movie or you got to see this or you got to see that. Or, you need to check out this person or that person versus you going online and putting in, you know, local dentist or something like that. And, you know, when I say local, meaning you put in the, the exact city or town you're in and seeing what comes up in Google or Yahoo or whatever, you know, whichever major search engine you're using. Endorsement is far more powerful because this is a credible source of friend, an in-law, a relative, a co-worker, a neighbor, uh, a sibling who's telling you to check something out. They're referring you. That's far more powerful. Well, you can test that and see for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, you can test whether or not, if you're using uh, direct snail mail, let's say you have an envelope. Should you have copy on the outside of the envelope versus not having copy? Should you put just the address versus the name and the address of the business on the outside of the envelope? These are things that, by and large, the vast majority of your non-directly competing vendors, maybe your joint venture partners or your cross-promotional partners, they don't know to be doing. This is why, like, for instance, ladies and gentlemen, think about this. You often hear me say, like, if I say, you know, if you... Uh, and I'll, I'll mention it again here. If you happen to know of any non-franchise uh, retail appliance center owners, retail furniture concern, retail jewelry store owners, again, non-franchise, and they're the owners, you put me in contact. In other words, you introduce it. You be the broker, the go-between, nothing more. Any JV revenue share arrangements I put together with them where money actually changes hands, not just consideration. Like, in other words, I could barter with them and say, hey, you blow me up on social media and I'll do this for you. That kind of thing. I'm saying where there's money that we make an arrangement where I normally work off a 25% performance basis, meaning every dollar I bring them in over baseline we established, they already are at, they'll compensate me 25%. I will gladly cut you in on the front end only now. That 20, half of that 25%, as long as that arrangement is in place. But here's what I want you to think about. You know, you hear me say that. Why? Let's say now, think about a retail furniture concern. They don't build the furniture. They buy it from a manufacturer who, you know, ships it to them and they put it in their showroom, right? This is why a manufacturer or their representatives would want to know this type of marketing inside stuff because they could help their retail furniture concerns or retail appliance centers sell more products and maybe add services or whatever. Think about it. In fact, here's something, ladies and gentlemen, that really kind of just baffles me. I don't understand why newspapers, especially in the fact that they're in the decline, they should know really good marketing strategies and tactics so they can show their potential advertisers how to maximize their profits. Think about it. People run ads on Facebook. Facebook should be offering their own inside uh, training modules. Hire some of the best men and women out there that know how to use their platform and advertise and use headlines and get clicks. And they should hire those people to teach this to new potential advertisers. Why? So they'll stick around and spend more money. The worst thing that can happen is an amateur goes on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram, doesn't know what they're doing, do not know how to write what's in it for me, power main power headlines, and either the account gets shut down 
or their ad campaigns flop and they simply don't advertise on the platform anymore. On the other hand, simply by showing them what to do, how to test, uh, and roll out slowly, think about how much more revenue they would generate and these people would turn into long-term repeat advertisers. Why do you think I go out of, not just me, but I'm saying all the other podcasters, we go out of our way to try, I call these the hors d'oeuvres, to try to share with you these hors d'oeuvres. It's so you realize you definitely need to be working with us uh, to help grow your business or your service. Absolutely. So anyway, Here's the point of all that, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of these advertisers, uh, in, in this case, like I said, uh, they would put the little sign out. Think about this. Let's suppose Apple is going to release yet a new uh, technological advancement. They got people lined up around the block starting at 4 o'clock in the morning. What if your business, in this case, you're a gourmet coffee shop, got wind of that? You simply drive out there in one of those, you know, portable trucks where you can like serve people and you hand them big gulp plastic mugs and your business cards. They were located three blocks down the street. This would normally be a $679 big gulp or a $7.89 big gulp. You bring this cup to our store and going forward, every time you bring it, instead of paying the $779 or X, you only pay $199 or $249. In other words, something really low. Two things are going to happen. A, a percentage of those people who love gourmet coffee. When I say gourmet coffee, ladies, I mean gourmet beverages. In the winter, it could be coffee and cocoa. In the summertime, it could be uh, lemonade or iced tea, you know, whatever. The point being, because they have that plastic mug with them, they don't pay retail. But to take things a step further, what if the brainstorm behind this strategy of having a gourmet coffee uh, shop go out there and park and just, you know, pass out coffee until, you know, uh, business hours starting and they'd have to move their truck? What if the retail appliance center was behind this strategy and had the uh, uh, retail gourmet coffee shop's employees hand each person uh, the, the plastic big goat cup? And an envelope, and the outside of the envelope says in big, uh, bold red letters, in parentheses, music legend Stevie Wonder couldn't miss, you definitely deserve this, exclamation point. And inside, you know, they open it up, and there's, uh, say, two extremely time-sensitive discount coupons, uh, a bounce-back offer to tell them to come to the gourmet coffee shop and save, you know, some of the other goodies, not just the gourmet uh, beverage of their choice. But, you know, off a, they get a baker's dozen for uh, bagels, donuts, pastries, whatever. And, of course, an extremely time-sensitive two-sided index card from the retail appliance center. Side A informs them, you know, the recipient, to enter the, the uh, retailer's free drawing for a chance to win a five or $7,500 uh, home entertainment deluxe system. And remember, their hard cost is only half. So let's say they say it's $7,000. Their hard cost is, say, $3,500, give or take. And side B tells them to come to the store, and then there's that handwritten date, typically 10 business, I'm sorry, 10 days out, not 10 business days. Whatever that 10th physical day is, the uh, employees of the gourmet coffee shop will simply look on their phone 10 days out, 
and that whatever that tenth day is, they write that in as a date. So the recipient has that amount of time to come decide to come to the store and A, come by themselves and save 10% off up to $100. Not incredibly exciting or sexy, right? It's not supposed to be. Versus simply dragging a friend with them who's at least 18 and saving 40% off or up to 40% off, say 30% up to 1000 1001 to 1500 is 40% off, um, up to $1,500. They can save that amount or, you know, sliding scale. And the uh, guests, as long as they join the list, the retailer's list, before they leave the store that day, they can save uh, 20% up to, I'm sorry, 10% up to $100 or simply for joining the list before they leave the store up to a thousand dollars save thirty percent off you see how that might work now here's the point the retail jeweler i'm sorry the retail appliance center understands marketing maybe to a level the gourmet coffee shop doesn't so in order to entice the owner to go along with this they tell the owner on top of doing this for their customer base the current owner or owners in every Current and future employee gets an extremely time-sensitive discount provided they join the retailer's list and they drag a friend and they can save uh, up to fifteen. They can buy up to fifteen hundred dollars and save forty percent off. Now think about this: the stuff that they could buy and the bragging on and off of social media. You know they're going to do versus the retailer using local billboards, which are outrageously expensive, using uh, uh, local snail mail, direct snail mail. And remember, every time they want to change the headline or change something, they got to do all new typesetting and pay for posters all over again. That's why email, irregardless of what you've heard, entrepreneur, is still the workhorse. Because, and by the way, you hear me say, ladies and gentlemen, you can start off, AWeber is my, uh, paid email service provider of choice. There are many other good ones now. I'm not trying to suggest that's the only one you should use, but I was going to say, here's the point. You've heard me talk about AWeber's new uh, free offer where you can build one list up to 500 subscribers before you have to start paying, and that's a great way to start. However, when you use the paid version, you can start segmenting your list like I was talking about, and you can segment your list with these other uh, uh, industry standard uh, paid email service providers and that's my point that's why you want to use the paid uh, version as quickly as possible because you get more functionality so ladies and gentlemen right about now before we wrap out uh, pardon me there's a, some little housekeeping we need to do uh, those of you veterans you, you know you've been around a while you, you sort of know the routine but if, if this is your first time here Mark Newsom Mr. Marketing a couple of things a if you got value, and I sincerely hope you did, ladies and gentlemen, I gladly accept your referrals. Please feel free to share this or any other episode of mine with as many aspiring entrepreneurs as you can think of. They will definitely thank you for it later. B, if you have your own podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and you're currently, you know, proactively looking for guests, uh, and, you know, it's business orientated now. As, uh, as long as it's business orientated, you know, lead generation, uh, that kind of stuff, non-traditional lead generation, conversions and all that stuff. Uh, I, I don't care how large your audience is or how small it is, entrepreneur. I'd love to be a guest on your show. Simply contact me. Reach out to me at my blog, youyoucanmarketonlinenow.com. All one word. In other words, no hyphens. Don't skip any spaces. Youcanmarketonlinenow.com. 
forward slash contact. That gets you to the contact page of my blog. In the subject line, you put in guest podcasting opportunity. Tell me a little bit about your podcast. Tell me why you think I would be a good fit for your audience. And I'll get back to you and hopefully we can arrange a time where I can be a guest on your show. Now, here's the other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go to my blog. By the way, if you're on LinkedIn, let's get connected or start following each other. And that way, when we put content out, we can both share and like each other's content. Content, pardon me. This moves us up in the search engines, and everybody wins. And as I mentioned before, ladies and gentlemen, about leverage. If you're listen, if you've listened to any of the episodes of my podcast, first of all, thank you. And you're getting value, but more importantly, you're generating profit. You create a YouTube video. You send me the link. You can mention your company, your service, whatever it is in the video. I will start embedding your video in future blog posts. I'll also send it to my opt-in email list. Why wouldn't I? I'll also share it on LinkedIn. Why wouldn't I? But the point is you'll be getting additional free exposure as well. And if you don't want to use that particular strategy with me, use it with somebody else or let some of your potential customers do the exact same for you. That's what this is all about. Now, Having said all of that, ladies and gentlemen, here's something else. I want you to go to my blog. You can mark it online now.com. I want you to pick out at least three blog posts, three separate blog posts. I want you to read them, preferably at least twice. If there's a video in there, especially if it's one of mine, and I don't mean this from an egotistical standpoint, I want you to listen to it twice because the second time you listen to it, you'll get or watch it, you'll get uh, additional ideas and strategies. But here's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, no one person walking the planet is right for everybody, and you and I are no exception. If after you read three separate blog posts, you watch at least uh, one of my videos or any of the videos I have embedded in the blog post at least twice, if there is a uh, podcast episode embedded in the video, listen to it at least twice. After you do that little assignment, one or two things are crystal clear. A, either you know we definitely should be moving uh, moving forward and you should become a paid uh, customer slash hopefully long-term repeat client, or B, we shouldn't. But there's no ambiguity here, entrepreneur. It's like saying you're kind of pregnant. It's yay or nay. You will know emphatically whether or not you and I are compatible on any level after that exercise. Now, if you'd like a free 15-minute power consultation session absolutely no obligation of course you realize I'm open for business and I'm looking to do business but you're absolutely positively under no obligation to do so in fact if that's your mentality going in I would suggest don't even bother because more than likely we're just not compatible but having said that I want you to go to the contact page of my blog I want you to put in a uh, 15-minute power consultation. I'll get back to you. We'll jump on Zoom, Z O M dot U-S. Uh, you bring the one issue to the table, and we'll get after it for 15 to 20 minutes. I will do my best to help you, and at the end of that, you can decide to either go about your way. But if you want to go forward, ladies and gentlemen, my current one-on-one uh, consulting rates are very affordable, just $250 an hour. You can do one and done because you're the boss. I Highly recommend recommend against that. In my opinion, what you should do, a far more uh, value for your buck is 
to buy three hours up front, $750, uh, $250 an hour, three hours. I'll throw in a bonus hour, potentially 90 minutes, and that's a thousand, minimum $1,000 value for you. You'll get the links to all of it, and we'll uh, uh, sequentially build off each previous session, you know. And ladies and gentlemen, if after four sessions you still haven't moved forward, we're probably not right for each other, okay? And as I mentioned earlier on, if you happen to know of any non-franchise retail appliance dealers, retail furniture concerns, retail jewelry concerns, you bring us together strictly as a broker, a go-between, you do the introduction, any JV revenue share arrangements I put together with them, I will cut you in 50% of my 25% on the uh, front end only. I keep all the back end, but you're free to do this on your own and do exactly the same. Having said all of that, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and yes, entrepreneur, I'm definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Method. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.